Mm-hmm. Welcome to Carol and Kay Save the USA. Kay, I'm back. <laughs> you were so missed. I needed you last week. I couldn't really no. survive this without you. It was no, you're a champ. Thank you for covering. I really appreciate it. The shows were awesome. Dr. Drew, everything else. You're the best. Thank you. And I'm happy to be back because there's so much to talk about. Okay. Um, but first, I have to just say, so, you know, on our KABC show, and we talked about it here, I think, um, that New York news organization called Stacker. Remember, Kay, when they did that top beaches in the United States and Santa Monica was like number four or five? I do remember that. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And we were laughing because, you know, they're trying to push people to Santa Monica where, you know, people are being murdered daily. There's dead or alive all over the beaches and stabbings and knives and needles. But yeah, that's that's one of the best beaches in America. Well, you know, I was out last week because my nanny was away and I had a lot of mommy coverage to do. But my nanny went on vacation to the east coast of Florida, which I've been telling you about. She comes comes back this morning. She goes, Carol, you don't understand. The beaches had clear water. And when my feet touched the sand, it's like walking on white, like powder, like like baking powder. Like <laughs> meanwhile, these beaches, most of them aren't on the list by Stacker. No, no. Stacker wants you people to go to Santa Monica with the needles. <laughs> And the vagrants and the uh, corrupt organizations running the pier and a couple shootings here and there. But that powder like fresh, clear water. Stay away. Oh, stay away from Florida. <laughs> yeah, Watch Florida. Out. Too much yeah. fun in Florida. Too much freedom <laughs> in Florida. Too much like open mindedness and just doing whatever you want because you're a gosh darn American who can do whatever the gosh darn hell you want in Florida. I- I Sounds know like place. <laughs> I know it's a, it's such an awful place that all the New Yorkers and New Jersey folks are fleeing there right now. The same ones who, yeah, voted for the opposite of what DeSantis thinks. They're all now going there because that Florida is the place to be. You cannot make it up. <laughs> I know. I mean, I want to move there. Like I, I have, know. Uh, I had a conversation last week with um, I think it was actually with Buck and he was, oh gosh, sorry, I dropped my mic. And even he was saying that we need to move to Florida. He was like, have you been to Florida? And I was yeah. like, I've never even visited there. I think I've met like four people in my life from Florida. And he was like, oh, you got to go. You got to yeah. go. And yeah. I was like, OK, so that that's on the list. Except then whenever I talk to my family about moving to Florida, they're like, why would you be underwater in a few years? Oh, don't go there. <laughs> Come on, please, please. Um, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. no, I, th- I think it's on a lot of people's list these days. But yeah, but poor Florida is about to be overrun by people who, like you say, just want our normal American freedoms. Um, yeah. Speaking of Florida that, you know, never closed their schools, never um, stopped their businesses from running, economies thriving, their rates are super low for mm-hmm. COVID. Um, they've always been either on par or lower than the other states. So yeah, all this drama. Okay. I'm not saying COVID isn't real. We all, okay. Right. We agree. Mm-hmm. COVID's real. Yeah, COVID's real. 100% real. As a matter of fact, sadly, it just, I just got the notification from a friend that one of the guys we went to high school with passed away from it. It's oh, very sad. Yeah. Sad. And I mean, he did have other, you know, health issues. Um, but it was quick and it's very sad. So, you know, that's the clear reminder that it's real. But at the same time, like I said, you know, pre-existing medical conditions, the elderly, there's certain people more vulnerable. 
And Florida has just proven everyone wrong that they took care of those people. Those people stayed in, did what they had to do. And the kids and everyone else just went to school and thrived and they're doing great. Now, I'm not in Florida. I'm not in California, as you know, guys. I'm in another state that's kind of half, 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 half blue, half red. And I, I'm driving today and I see these twin boys. They're probably like 12 waiting for their bus. And I'm like, oh, how cute. The kids are going back to school. And then I realize they're both wearing masks, like full on masks. And I don't know. I, they're outside. They're twins. So they're from, they look exactly like they're from the same household. What am I missing? Um, I, I don't think you're missing anything other than the fact that like, they're probably going to rebel really hard against their parents <laughs> in like the worst way possible. They're going to hit like 16, 17, 18, and they're going to start like being cool like me and smoking pot. Oh, and, uh, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh, weed is a gateway drug. And I'm like, no, the like when you hang out with bad crowds who start you off smoking pot, then it's really easy to get peer pressured into doing other drugs. It's up to you and your autonomy to kind of not get into other drugs. But if you have an addictive personality, well, there you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's what that's this is. This is what I love about the whole mask argument is because nine times out of 10, it is other people telling other people what to do. It's mm -hmm. not even about like individual choice at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah it's, totally. it's ridiculous. And These kids have been yeah, brainwashed. Kids, yeah. yeah, that's what scared me. That's what I was like, oh, how cute. They're waiting for the bus. And then I got pissed and I'm like, what are you two doing? I want to yeah. pull over and be like, you're twins. You came from the same household. If one of you is sick, you're not going to school anyway. So you're both healthy and you're outside. It's beautiful, fresh air here. What are you doing? And it's not cold. Sometimes uh, we'll all admit sometimes wearing the mask when it was like chilly out, you're like, oh, it's kind of nice. Like it's, it's, it's almost like a scarf, but those days are over. So what, what anyway? Okay. I'm moving on. Let's go back. Let's go back to Venice. Are we going to go back to Venice? Okay, yeah, we so I was just to. about to make a joke about, or not even a joke, <laughs> but I'm 100% like, I was asked out by a guy a couple of weeks ago. He picks me up and I realized that he's driven there wearing his mask. And I was just like, you no. know what? I think I'm sick. No. I think I caught, I thought, think I caught a yeah, case of can't. like being no. too cool and I don't need any like losers in my life right now. <laughs> so if you're one of the people out there who, I'm sorry, but you might even like Carol and mine's show, but if you drive in a mask for no practical reason, <laughs> just, just, you're an idiot. Sorry. Sorry. Love you. Love you, but you're useless. Anyway, let's go back to Venice. Everyone's re-examine re your life. Totally. Okay. So our friends at the Venice Current. Um, reported today. I just had to chuckle at this chuckle, but in a sad way, as always, when it comes to Venice, um, I know. yeah, they write 17th day in a row, gas prices have gone up. And then you scroll down the, the day before it was 16th day in a row, <laughs> gas prices go up. Okay. So we've got that. We've got crime escalating all over. I mean, look mm -hmm. at New York, look at LA. We've got a China rocket that's out. That was out in the <laughs> out over the skies for how many days that everyone's freaking out about okay the aliens are coming the aliens I mean, the, are the coming china too. rocket guess what hey i just want to say the gas prices weren't this way the uh employment numbers weren't so dismal and um there were no er uh, erratic china rockets flying through the air with no one knowing where they were going to land when we had a guy in office who said scary words now i'm not <laughs> saying he was perfect but I'm kind of missing the scary words. I'm kind of missing the mean words. Guy. I mean, 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you, I think you bring up a really important point because also, uh, okay, so I was listening to, crap, I'm going to get this wrong now. It was either Buck or Jesse this weekend. And, uh, and then someone else as well. I think maybe like Shapiro. And the thinking is, you know, next year we've got the, uh, we've got the midterms, which is arguably what you and I are really focused on right now, right? right. We, we're taking our show national because next year, guys, is when you get to decide America, whether America becomes California or whether you like yourselves. Yep. So, you know, next year, the midterms, big deal. And it's not just a big deal because, you know, local elections, you know, they dictate your life. They can ruin lives. But also, if we get a nice big red wave, then maybe we'll have someone back in office or at well, least some contemporaries back in office who aren't, yeah, destroying gas prices, forcing millions of Americans to rely on. This is the other thing when they're like government handouts. It's not, it's not a government handout. Unemployment isn't a government handout. That's our taxes paying you to be lazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm well, uh, I'm well and, and people get freaked out. I'm not voting red. I can't vote red, especially in this day and time. Guys, you got and yes, I'm using the word guys, because by the way, Kay, I heard that word's no longer allowed to be used. You know, that's another one on the cancel list. I'm always going to say it, guys. <laughs> okay. OK, we're going to add that to our effort Friday list. And yeah, I'm going to go are. down the list of all of the words that I prefer to use other than guys that you already. Yeah. Have. Oh, oh, the <laughs> list is building of words we're no longer allowed to use. But guys, guys, guys out there. Listen, all you guys. Um. Uh, stop being freaked out about the red box okay and if it, if you need to justify it in your head look at it this way let the red voting for a red box be the mediator to kind of get things back on track because if you don't believe us just look at new york city what our good friend uh jason curtis anderson who we look forward to working with is is reporting on in new york city okay it is i mean Times square shootings this weekend what is happening? That has not happened since the 80s, Kay. I mean, and then you've got the police officer, a four-year-old was shot in that shooting in Times Square. This is unheard of, okay? A, a officer runs up, scoops up the four-year-old and just takes her, first makes sure she only has one bullet hole, realizes it's in her thigh, which could be close to an artery, and just runs to the nearest ambulance she could find to get her to the hospital right away. But we're defunding the police. So keep this all in mind when you sit there and say, I can't vote red. You know, maybe just try it once. Try it once. I'm not yeah. saying it changes your political standing. I'm just saying maybe we need to clamp down a little bit. When you look at New York, L.A., San Francisco, Austin, who just made some good reddish decisions to save their city. And I mean, we just posted on our Twitter a clip from Portland, Oregon. OK, one of the bluest states ever. And, and you when you watch this guy who you think is dead on the street, that's what we face. We call them dead or alive every day in L.A. And now it's happening in New York. Do you want that in St. Louis, in Indianapolis, in Raleigh, North Carolina, in Tampa? If you want that, then you vote your blue way, OK, because it's coming your way. If you want to kind of just stem that wave of drug addicts all over your streets and rampant crime like in Times Square, Maybe consider just one time like they did back when they did it for Giuliani. OK, mm -hmm. back, back, back. They they this is what New York was like. And then they said, you know, we don't really align with the Republican Party, but we're going to give it a shot and look at what Rudy Giuliani did back in the day for New York City. So anyway, 
I'm off my soapbox. I'm just, I'm just, uh, the stupidity is killing me. I, the China rocket did me in. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we need some tough talkers. Where are they? <laughs> no, that was, that was really beautifully put Carol. Like, I think that I, I almost want to like clip that and post that as its own clip for people to listen to. Cause it's so important. Like, I mean, and that's the true nature of open-mindedness, right? And what I find so frustratingly ironic is, you know, the liberal party is considered to be the blue, like, you know, the Democrats, the blue box, yep. but they aren't even open-minded enough, open-minded enough to see beyond the kind of terminology, beyond the nomenclature, beyond their own limited understanding of the law. Cause these are, these are blue laws that were passed that did this, did this to these towns, right. to New York. Right. And, you know, I don't know if you saw, uh, I sent you a quick uh, screenshot just before we hopped on today, but like last night up in Topanga, which is the hippiest, mm -hmm. most liberal, like, I mean, like Topanga hasn't changed since the sixties, except it's just incredibly wealthy and BLM, the woman who runs BLM yeah. oh, just yeah. moved yeah. in there. Um, you know, Topanga, beautiful, beautiful neighborhood up in the hills up here in uh, California, just uh, to the north of L.A. Uh, their police station was firebombed at one o'clock in the morning last night. Someone threw a Molotov cocktail through the door. Oh, yeah. But they're screaming to defund the police, I bet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the woman who runs BLM, her local police station was uh, had a Molotov cocktail <sighs> thrown at it last night. And these are the people who are calling to defund the police. Yep. And, and by the I, and yeah, yeah. And, and they vote blue. OK. And and I don't mean moderate Democrat, nor does K. OK, stay with us, people. OK, like yeah. we mean the radicalism crap that's happening in California, Oregon, Seattle and, and now in New York. OK, it's 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 not that's not the Democrat Party we know. OK, this is some other sinister dark force. And if if you don't believe us, then why did those reports come out this weekend? that California, okay, in the first time since they started keeping track of census and population and this and that, which I believe was around 1900, the first time in 121 years, they've had a record number of people exit California. I think it was 182,000 people left. So you're voting for something and then you're fleeing. So it can't be good when you're breaking records for the number of people fleeing. And you can guess what creepy Newsom is uh, blaming it on. You know, right? COVID. I mean, what's he decided <laughs> to blame it on this COVID. week? COVID. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Literally his constituents. <laughs> all you have to do, Gavin, all you have to do, Gav, Gavi Bears, as we like to say, because Gavin is a Welsh name. So a lot of friends called Gavin. Gavi Bears, you hair gel wearing glorified smile grin, Cheshire cap, face tosser. All you've got to do to retain your seat in power is just listen to your constituents. This is the thing that blows my mind about these like far yep. left borderline communists is their complete ignorance to the fact that if they just practice democracy, how it was designed to be practiced, they would remain in power. But yep. This is why, and this is why I have no friends in my building. I think, did I tell you the other day? And this is, this is my cry also to all of the women of America. My name is Case Smythe. I'm a, I'm a millennial. I'm an immigrant and I have no freaking friends my own age. <laughs> but like, 
this this is what I try to explain to all the girls in my building who now refuse to hang out with me. Like what we're seeing here in California didn't start five years ago. It started back in the 90s. It started, well, when Bill Clinton realized that there was no real power in the Democratic Party. And he, as actually a pretty far right guy at the time, came in, said, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be good looking. I'm going to be progressive and I'm going to play my saxophone on television. Oh, yeah. And you guys are going to make me president. And then as soon as he became president, what did we have over the course of his presidency? We had the repeal of Glass-Steagall, which led to the 2008 financial crisis. We had the crime bill come and start being developed. And we sort of saw like the emergence of the Democratic Party and their policy and their legislature as it is today. Like a lot of the demo, like the far left quote unquote Democrats were also like very involved in writing up things like the Patriot Act that got rid of a load more of our freedoms. And then anyway, anyway, I digress. I go on these like huge tangents, but this is learned behavior. This isn't something that started in California in the last decade. This is something that has been growing in this state for, you know, 25, 30 years. And now that we're in the position federally where the Gavin Newsoms of the world have their relatives running the country, it's only a matter of time before this becomes the norm in every state. And it's only a matter of time before everyone's policy or like political leaders stop listening to them and just start looking to meet their own ends which i just i i think it's honestly i think it is a humanitarian crisis and i think it is fraud for newsom to stand up and say that his recall is anything to do with covid that it's anything to do with the republican party Gavin Newsom's recall is the most purple thing I have ever witnessed in California. Yeah. I have never seen more diverse groups of people come together and say, you know what? We've been sat here watching this grow over the course of the last 30 years, and we just want to stop it dead in its tracks right now before America becomes this. And that's the one thing that I have a little bit of hope for is that like it is, it is men like Gavin Newsom who unite us under this purple umbrella. Uh. Yeah. With their true, with their true unadulterated hypocrisy. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Oh, I know. And, and and for everyone so caught up in words, I mean, let's words aren't gonna save our nation, okay? Scary words, mm-hmm. nice words, not using the word guys. I'm so sick and tired, Kay, of having friends tell me, you know, they're not allowed to use certain words or they work in a hospital, they can't use this word, they can't call someone that I- I'm blown away. Okay. And I'm so sick of the bashing of toxic masculinity and all this other stuff. Cause you want to know something, somebody, I think it was uh, at Venice Intel on Twitter posted a video of, you know, the homeless encampments on the beach boardwalk there in uh, Venice. And there's a guy who's clearly a crackhead out of his mind mm. and he's getting in the face of a girl and she might have problems too. I don't know. You really can't tell. Regardless, doesn't matter. He's getting in her face and everyone's kind of watching, you know, the people in the restaurant, the people walking by or just kind of keeping an eye. And then boom, he goes and punches the girl. Mm-hmm. And to see the men 
that jumped out of their seats in a restaurant, scaled the boundary, like the uh, wall of the restaurant to run out and go help this woman. I was cheering. I mean, I hate seeing it happen, but I said, Alleluia for toxic masculinity, because guess what? It's going away. We're teaching our young boys, you know, not to do that, you know, not to, to sit back and not do things like that. And to watch these men, every size, every shape, every color, just stop what they were doing and run and save this woman. I said, oh, gosh, thank goodness. Toxic masculinity does still live on. So what you're saying is Aubrey Huff should run for president. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. The first Twitter account we both check every day. Every Aubrey Huff or Clay day. Travis. Clay yeah. Travis, too. Yes. They, 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 that, that would be a great ticket, by the way. Would that be a yeah. ticket or what? Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, the other thing we posted about this weekend or last night, I think, was about how. I mean, the ADA laws, okay, the American with Disabilities Act, that, that those laws, I believe, I'm no lawyer, okay, but there's federal laws about it. There's also state and city laws, I believe, that pertain to it. Mm-hmm. It falls under civil rights, okay? That's what I read this weekend. And uh, listen, if you're in LA, grab grandma with the, with the uh, wheelchair, <laughs> Because guess what? Funds are waiting for you. I mean, the law is being broken all over L.A. County, all over San Francisco, all over other places, too. And I, I just I don't understand. I mean, the, the, you, you cannot walk down a sidewalk outside the Google building mm-hmm. in, San, in uh, Venice. Now, I'm not telling anyone to go sue Google. OK, I'm not saying that I'm just saying <laughs> that it's really interesting that all the most some of the most powerful entities, corporations, companies, including our own city hall, have tents outside that aren't ADA accessible. It is a it is a blatant in your face fu breaking of the law. So I don't know, people, maybe you start standing up and doing something about that. Thank me later when you cash your check. Yeah, I wonder if like any nonprofits who support people with disabilities are going to bother to kind of stand up and say and do something or if they're just going to be like, oh, we'll just take your money and like not bother you, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mr. Like Mr. and Mrs. Council people who do absolutely nothing to protect their citizens. I know it's uh, yeah, the ADA laws like I was I, I get sent, I think, like a picture a day. I'm sure you get sent a lot more, Carol, of like kids having to walk on the mm-hmm. street around encampments to get yep. into schools, which is like the video that you put together showed yep. that. Yep. Uproar? No. Like no. we we had the citizens come out and say this is horrendous. But uh no, your local officials say don't care. Mike Bonin's so, never gonna care. No, Mike Bonin's never gonna care. Um <laughs> what about him announcing he's running again? I almost fell off my chair. I thought it was like an I was like, is it it's not April Fools? We're into May. Yeah. I I truly thought I was living in another dimension. I'm like, is this guy serious? Is he yeah. serious? And he's I... like, oh, this is the last time that he's going to run Carol. And like, he's like, look at all the amazing. <laughs> look at all the progress. Like, look at all of the improvements. He was like, if I go away, all of these improvements will fail. I'm like, what improvements, dude? Like that I can go and get fentanyl really easily? Because that's exactly what I was expecting when I moved to America. That's all I want my local council member to uh, get for me is like, you know what, Mike? You've done a really great job on making it super easy for me to buy heroin on the street if I want to. Or for, you know, like allowing other people's children to 
like accidentally do heroin through stepping on a dirty needle and getting all this so many improvements now if you go and wait outside a salt and straw to get ice cream and have a kitty you might get macheted to death or spat on or oh it's just so great you want to go swim in the ocean good luck you're gonna die from it Thanks, Mike. Thanks for yeah. the awesomeness that you've given us here. Like, like our friend who got the staph infection from uh, swimming in Santa Monica's beach and then decided that was her final straw. She's leaving Santa Monica. True story, everyone. Um, so, okay. I think we have to wrap for today, but we have a very exciting show tomorrow. Oh, we do. We do, because we have State Assembly member from California, Kevin Kiley, joining us is he a badass or what i am kind of obsessed like i didn't think i'd find a politician in my life that i thought you know what i think i could be friends with this guy yeah oh we need oh that's that's our goal tomorrow we want to be bffs with kevin kiley so he's at kevin k-i-l-e-y-c-a he is a republican california state assembly member he has been pushing uh, Harajel Newsom more than anyone. He's been pushing the recall. He's been pushing everything that's pushing to fight for everything that's pissing all of you off. So you need to listen tomorrow because we're going to have him on. Kay and I are going to become best friends with him. Mm-hmm. And then um, on a side note, Kay, and we'll talk about this tomorrow too uh, when Kevin has to jump, but we got to keep an eye on the Bill Gates stuff. Listen, I don't care who's getting divorced. It's none of my business, but the Bill Gates Epstein connection that's starting to be pushed further by the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg, I find very interesting. And I think we'll dive into that tomorrow. (laughs) So that's because anything can happen overnight. So that is your teaser. We're going to be focused on, uh, on, national and local politics guys and we're going to talk a lot about social decline but i think when it comes to topics like jeffrey epstein and i'm glad you brought this up carol because i think people forget that you and i are women and we talk a lot about women's issues and it wasn't until i was about 20 years old maybe a bit older and i saw alex jones who i thought was a fat loser at that time And I'm happy to say that, even though I do hope one day to be interviewed by Alex Jones for some reason. I just think it would be an experience. Um, It wasn't until I saw him go, well, you know, there's islands filled with teenage prostitutes that all the celebrities go to. It wasn't until I heard him say that. And then I went, oh, my God, I know about those islands. Not that I've ever been there, but I knew about them because I knew people who had been there. Wow. It wasn't until I heard Alex Jones say that, that I thought that you said he's for real government and politics is kind of crazy. I think I want to start looking into this. Right. And and I want to reiterate what I just said or or rephrase it. Alex Jones on that point. Oh, yeah. Was on it. There's other things, maybe not. But that one. And that's what's amazing is when you do, Kay, when you read that something like that and you're like, everyone thinks this person's nuts, but you have personal knowledge to know Mm -hmm. they're actually not lying, everybody. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that's our show for uh, tomorrow that we're pretty fired up about. So lots of scoops and uh, becoming best friends with with uh, California State Assembly member Kevin Kiley. Yeah, I'm sure he's thrilled that we're going to talk about Ep- Epstein on the same show. Well, no, we'll, we'll let him go. We'll let him go. Well, we'll let him jump before we we go yeah, into that stuff. And definitely. you can tell some of your tales and uh, I'll tell you what I remember about that kind of stuff too. But um, 
that's it. That's what we got. And uh, it's great to be back. Kay, thank you again for covering. He was so missed. He was so oh, desperately well, listen, missed. Listen, I'm you. sure everyone missed my griping. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You're listening to Carol and Kay, Save the USA. Please subscribe to our Patreon. That's Patreon forward slash Carol, the letter N, K-A-Y. Carol and Kay on all platforms, website, everything. Go read our articles, share them with your friends and family, and love you. Bye. Bye.